Let's talk about a couple of starts and sits heading into week eight. So my first start of the week is Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers is actually the WR12 in PPR leagues this year. And this is despite missing a game and some change with a concussion. He has five touchdowns this year and has scored three weeks in a row. And he's actually tied for 10th with 9.3 targets per game. And even though Devontae Adams is the clear number one receiver on this team, Myers has been giving Adams a run for his money all year round. And I think this week with Jimmy Garoppolo back in the mix, Myers should continue to produce at the rate he has been. The Raiders go up against the Lions on Monday night, and the Lions have been very stout against the run, allowing the second fewest rushing yards per game, but they've been a lot more vulnerable against the pass, allowing the ninth most passing yards per game with around 240. So the Raiders are going to have to attack them through the air if they want to stand any chance of winning this game. With Myers' history with coach Josh McDaniels, I have to think that plays are going to continue to be drawn up for him. And let's not forget, this three-touchdown streak that he's on has been with a carousel of quarterbacks. So I think Myers has earned the right to be started as a WR2 in all formats. Next up, another player from that Monday night matchup, Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs finally broke out. He had 20 touches for 126 yards and one touchdown last week. And a lot of that was propped up by the fact that David Montgomery missed last week. And it looks like Montgomery is slated to miss this week as well. He is yet to practice, and even if he plays, which I highly doubt he does, he will likely be on a snap count. The main reason why I don't see the Lions playing Montgomery is the fact that the Lions have a bye in week 9, and I have to think they're going to opt to get Montgomery an extra week of rest if they can, especially with how Gibbs performed last week. And I don't think there's anything to worry about in terms of Craig Reynolds eating into his snap share. Craig Reynolds is more of a special teamer as we've seen, and I think if Montgomery does not suit up, that will make Gibbs a surefire RB1. The Raiders are also a great matchup. While they allow the 5th fewest passing yards per game, they're a lot more vulnerable on the ground, allowing the ninth most rushing yards per game with about 129. The Lions also have the ninth most rushing attempts of any team in the league this year, so I have to think they're going to come out and attack the Raiders on the ground. Moving over to sits, my first sit of the week is Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has been very frustrating to roster this year. He's only suited up three times, and he's only had one productive week, which was week one. And I think we've had this game of yo-yo go on for too long. At this point, I think we have to bench him until he passes the eye test. For the first time in weeks, he's heading into this game without an injury designation, but I don't think that means much. He is yet to practice in full since he got hurt. And until he can, I think you have to leave him on your bench. The Packers have been, quote, easing Aaron Jones back into the mix for what feels like all year this year, and I think it's tough to trust them anymore. It doesn't help that A.J. Dillon has kind of come on over these last two weeks, notching 37 touches for 171 yards and a touchdown, so they may not even need to press Jones into action too much if Dillon keeps playing this way. And even if Jones does end up playing a decent amount, the Packers just haven't been very good running the ball. They have the ninth fewest rushing yards per game with a little bit more than 90. This O-line has been pretty banged up. They just haven't been the same without David Bakhtiari. And it's tough to think that things are going to change this week. Jordan Love has not looked as good over the last three weeks, and I think until he can prove that he's kind of got some rhythm behind him again, it's going to be tough to trust anybody on this offense. Interestingly enough, I do actually think Aaron Jones is a good buy-low candidate. He has a pretty good rest-of-season outlook if he can get healthy. I just think for the time being, you can't trust him. My last sit of the week is Geno Smith. Geno Smith is going up against the Browns this week, who are scary for any team. But they do not allow passing yards. They allow the fewest amount of yards through the air in the league with a little bit more than 149. 
and nobody's even close to them. Baltimore is the second fewest with 176. So it's almost a guaranteed uphill battle for Smith and company. Smith is also not as great as he was last year. Last year, he posted a 2.73 touchdown to interception ratio. Up until now this year, he's around 1.75. So he's not scoring at the same rate he was last year. I also don't like that his supporting cast is pretty banged up. DK Metcalf is going to play, but he's been nursing a hips and ribs issue. Tyler Lockett missed pretty much all of practice this week, nursing a hamstring issue. He dealt with it last week against Arizona as well, and he was clearly hampered by it. And even Kenneth Walker's dealing with a calf strain. He also doesn't have an injury designation, but I have a feeling he's playing at less than 100%. I think this week, Smith is someone to consider avoiding if you can at all. Those are a couple of starts and sits heading into week eight. Thank you so much for watching. Please subscribe and let me know your thoughts heading into week eight in the comments below. Thank you.